I'm on. I'm on. Yep. Check one, check two. <laughs> Colin's, Colin's here. Colin has checked in as well. <laughs> Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are different versions of Rats with Wings, Martin and Brady. Fear is a tool. They think I'm hiding in the shadows, but I am the shadows. You showed me what was possible. You showed me all it takes is fear and a little focused violence. You inspired me. This week, we decided we had waited long enough. It was time to dive into the latest iteration of the Cape Crusader with the Batman. On top of that, we welcome our first dad of the year, David Darchowski, to talk about seeing the movie in the theaters versus at home, as well as his movie You Can't Wait to Show Your Kids, 1985's The Last Dragon. Show enough? Darch. Thank you. <laughs> welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. I, um, it worked out well because I usually do not do podcasts um, until... <laughs> Until they uh, they hit their hundredth episode, and so this worked out well because this is one hundred and one. One hundred and one. We're gl- we're glad your agent told us you were free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the ride over here was a little little sketch. Um, I wanted a moonroof, but we're here safe, and uh, yeah, looking forward to yeah, chatting. Bra- Brady's been uh, been talking you up for quite quite some time. So. Well, I'm looking forward to disappointing you. We, we missed we missed a golden opportunity, and that's no one's fault but my own. Uh, we could have had him on last year or a, a while ago um for Tommy Boy that was yes. the, that was the right play and it just it was a missed opportunity and unfortunately it was realized the week after we did Tommy Boy <laughs> yeah you know these last couple of years have been filled with missed yeah. opportunities in life that's so. really what it is it's a, it's a haze of uh, of disappointment <laughs> usually brought on by me <laughs> <laughs> but glad to be here nonetheless nonetheless it's awesome thanks for uh thanks for coming and Absolutely. you you kind of inspired the episode or you in passing at work had mentioned i heard you say like oh you just saw the batman and i was like oh we're gonna do the batman pretty soon we're like let's let's make this the movie i believe your comment to me was i'll do it because i have things to say (laughs) i I do i do you know what before we start am i can i ask you guys a question i was listening i was listening to your um your hundredth episode with john mcclain as you know the best movie dad uh, one caveat I wanted to toss in was um, I, I was also thinking that you also have to consider what they're doing to save their kid. And I initially immediately thought of John Matrix from Commando because you talked about um, the island of Valverde. Valverde. We, we've done Commando. Yeah. yeah. And so this guy <laughs> literally went to Valverde and took it over oh, to yeah. save his daughter. So I just wanted to point that out. But there's one thing that I did want to mention that um, and I actually wrote down these notes. Richard Thornton from Die Hard, the 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 reporter, the Thornton, yeah, one hundred percent. Atherton, yeah, yes. William Atherton, yes. yes. yeah, the, okay. the actor. Yeah. He, you know what? He one hundred percent deserved to get tased. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I know there was a little argument. I think, I think you and I were, you were on said, team no tase. No, no I tase. was on team tase. Oh, you guys, I was, oh, was I on you the no tase? Yeah, you said it was too much. It felt excessive. It felt excessive. <laughs> but then when you think about what he did in the first movie, when he out, well, that them, was not t- you can't. T- that's not you can't. Family punched, history. He got punched for that. Yeah. But there's, so the punch, the, the punch. Stewardess doesn't know about the punch that world. <laughs> the, but the, does the punch? That's clear? the eighties. That's not a viral video. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that the, the family had history, and I don't think this was a one-off. I just think in today's day and 
age, we got to protect journalists. You know, he's doing, he's doing okay. <laughs> you know, fair. You know what? All right, maybe I'm out of line. I just, it just didn't feel right. You know that you guys were defending. I mean, the the, think about it. The housekeeper probably got oh, deported. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Probably I got I, deported. I think that's, there's. That's I think true. that's a good point. He I think there is a line, maybe somewhere between being a piece of shit and not needing to be tased automatically. I think he's crossed the line, and but I am looking forward when you guys do do real genius, um, because oh, yes. he's fantastic. I loved hearing you guys talking <laughs> oh, about so, that. Yeah, so we stumbled onto, uh, and I'm I'm glad that you brought up Die Hard because I believe Jelani, you were you were going to say something at the end of I know the Die I was, Hard, the I was take tr- in the Brian Mills versus John McClane thing, and you had a new take, but we we left that out. So we, we left it out. If you and have so something. just to to put a button on the whole Die Hard yeah. episode is that I think Brian Mills is a better dad. For for the reason I think that you mentioned, Dark, right? that he actually his, does more for his kids. Yeah, yes. his three films are yeah. all like the first one is involving his daughter, so he goes across the goes to Paris to get his daughter back. Yep. The second one he like involves his daughter only to save her mom, and then the third one the mom dies and he's like, I only have my daughter left, so that's what I'm going to do to protect her. So three films all about saving his kids. Die Hard, yeah, kind of. The first one was more, more about the, saving more the life. A lot of circumstance. Yeah. A lot of circumstance. Yeah. yeah. Wrong place, know? wrong time. You know? Just to fly, <laughs> to fly in the ointment. As opposed to flying over to hostile territory <laughs> intentionally. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the movie we're here to talk about today. The Batman. Another another of Jelani's, I think, all time. You're a, you're a Batman guy, right? I am through a Batman through. guy. Yeah. I do. I will posit that Batman is the greatest superhero of all time. Yeah. I think you've said that before. Um, and I've had people push back because they're like, well, yeah, but he's also a billionaire. So that's kind of what allows him to do that. And I'm like, yeah, but he's also taken the time and the effort to train his body, train his mind. Clearly. I think the thing that people don't recognize about Batman is that, or Bruce Wayne, is that he has an eidetic memory. And that's probably one of his best superhero traits, which means... What, he, what is that word you said? Is that photographic, same kind of thing? Or? I feel like is, you made it up. It is, but like <laughs> it's like one step before. So like people who have a photographic okay. memory can like look and say, like, okay, I remember looking at page 62, and I see what's yeah. on page 62, and I know what words are there. every day like it was yesterday. But people who have an eidetic memory are like, once they read it, they understand it. Once they understand it, they never forget it. Okay. Which is why Suits is so good because the kid has an identity. Ah, uh, got it. There's, I feel like Brady has that. Well, that whole that whole topic was on an upward trajectory until you hit the Suits part, and then it just oh, we found the cliff, gone. <laughs> but so you're saying that he has a lot of skills that it's more than just the money, right? It's more yeah. than just the money. It's more than just the gadgets, and I think overall, like he has the the wherewithal to best all of the other superheroes like everybody in the justice league he has a way to just basically take them down and Mm -hmm. there's comic books about that and things like that where he his tactics are used against the justice league to destroy them and he's like yeah that's because if you guys ever got out of hand that's what i would do that's how i would have taken which they kind of play on in in those just in the justice league movies right but what's your take then on on this version of the Batman? I think are, we'll start are you hip, maybe with... Jelani? Are you into like all? Is there anything Batman you're you're in? All the comics you're down. You know the stories. You know all the iterations. You know all the. I will say I know enough to get by. Is okay. it more comic book or movie or or both? I'm more so I'm more TV movie okay uh, than than tried and true comic books. But, you know, I grew up watching... And I think you could say video game, too. Yes, yeah. video game. But I grew up watching, like, Batman the Animated Series. Okay. Um, you know, 
I watched all the the Burton Batmans. I watched the Schumacher Batmans. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I, pretend like those didn't happen. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I rode my bike to Showplace Twelve and locked it up, and then watched those. But that's that's kind of where I wanted to start. Is out of the versions of Batman that we've seen, and I'm sure we've seen a lot. What is do you like early Batman, like we're seeing here in the Batman? Or do you like mid kind of refined Batman more towards like the Burton and Nolan? Um, or do you like like would you like to see like the Dark Knight Returns level where it's like he's been retired and then he decides to come back and he's older and not as fast? That's the comic book. That's one of the only yeah. ones I've, I've actually read. Yeah, the Dark yeah, Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Um, I I I like them all. I kind of like them all um, except for like, like you mentioned the, <laughs> the Schumacher ones. Um, but I what I like about this one is it, it's a it is a unique take, right? And it's a lot more like almost like a detective story, like a noir. noir. There you go. Yes, <laughs> crime, noir. crime noir, crime noir kind noir. of a thing, which just just a, a a very different take. But yeah, I guess if if you're asking for for preference, I I I think I'd prefer the Nolan ones to this one. But it's like I'm just very glad this one was made because it's just a cool original kind of take on it. Yeah, one of the things that I I thought that I like about superhero movies in general i love origin stories and what i thought was very cool about this movie was we didn't necessarily see the origin story of batman right like at this point in the movie or in in the timeline he's you know a couple probably a handful of years since becoming batman gotham has a problem with him but they love him they hate him it's you know the the pull and the pull of the good and the evil so he's kind of there but we're also seeing at the same time the origin stories for both the penguin and also catwoman which i thought was very very cool because you you don't get that very often um, especially with characters of that magnitude in the the, the storyline of Batman and like the, the Batman universe, sure. um, especially at the same time, which I thought was was a very unique, but I loved crime story. I mean, this is a detective story. This was not, yeah. you know, this, what was cool about this was he didn't have a ton of gadgets. It's gadgets, you know. No, yeah. you're right. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't by any means overwhelming. No, no, it was, um, he rode a motorcycle mm-hmm. for a lot of it. And the Batmobile was like a muscle car. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like Batmobile <laughs> was wasn't like cool. that crazy. Hadn't gotten tricked out yet. Correct. And I, so I thought it was, a, to your point, a very unique way to, to do it. Um, I think a lot of the Batman fans from the comic book, like fans of the comic books were pretty thrilled that they finally did a detective, like a true, because he is the world's greatest detective. Yeah, because of his eidetic memory. Um, Uh, And his billions. (laughs) Oh, right, and his billions. Uh, So I would say 100%, that's why I really liked it, was because of the style of movie this was. It obviously had the the darkish theme and overlay of, of this one, this representation. I would say it's different, but I would say that also carried on from like the Dark Knight like that was that was I felt like a dark turn for the Batman, and I mean dark literally, like it's visually. literally vis- yeah, visually. It was, a, it was a very dark movie. Yes, very very dark. Yes. Um, but I liked it a lot because of it fits more up the type of movie I I enjoy, which is that I I won't say noir because you know that's not necessarily what I look for, but although it is, and I liked yeah. it, and the detective aspect was was perfect. Could have been played by uh, Humphrey Bogart, you know. But instead of we yes. get Robert Pattinson, who I we all we all enjoy, right? I, I got to be honest, you know. I, I <laughs> He's look been bringing it the last couple of movies. I, I was I thought he you're did. a Twilight head, aren't you? All right, so 
I have a tattoo of <laughs> the Mount Rushmore, but it's Robert Pattinson and all of those movies. If you would have rattled off names, that would have been all timer. Oh uh, no, that would have been terrible. Um, but you know, I I felt that Pattinson did a, a surprisingly good job. I mean, he had the the darkness. He had. Did you watch him in anything else? Okay, Twilight. I'm assuming no, I didn't either. But anything. I, so I actually did see Twilight um, because I actually. I read it because I was a. Um, it was in New York. I was in New York when it was when it came out, and um, I had just finished like I don't know if it was like Harry Potter books because I would just read like one yeah. two books on the subway, and like I just needed the next like crappy fantasy, not crappy, but like fantasy or no, something. Right. And, <laughs> and it came out, and I was reading, and I was I expect like vampires, and they're gonna like you know. Yeah. Do vampire stuff. And like I read it like the first like I always do a hundred pages for a book. You know, that's kinda like my rule. Yeah. And I got through a hundred pages and I'm like, this is like an abstinence story. Like this is about like teen <laughs> angst. Like this isn't like a vampire. And I was like embarrassed on the subway. And it's sitting in front of you today to acknowledge that I read that book. So I haven't seen. It. I've, I've read it as well. Oh, Only the God. first one. Oh yes. That was for it. the for the Did you get to reason. page one oh one? I I read it through the whole thing for the sole reason so I could say that it's not good because it's really hard to say something's not good if you haven't read it. Like like maybe it's really good. I appreciate your um, dedication to to shitting on things. (laughs) I love it. So we, I think, all uh, watched. We all became Pattinson fans when we watched Tenet last year. Okay, I did not see that. I did not. That's when I was like. So I liked him in that, and I liked him in Good Times. Yeah. The other, um, the, the oh, was Safety he? Brothers. Um, Safety Brothers. Oh, was uh, I didn't know he was he with JJ Walker's cousin in Good Times? <laughs> Sorry, I mean, uh, dino, he was dynamite. He, he was that's what that's what the dynamite came from because he uh, was dynamite. Yeah, the Safety Brothers Good Time is it Good Time or Good Times? I think it's 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 one of those, um, and it's good. And that's actually how Matt Reeves that's what Matt Reeves saw and was like, oh, interesting. That's what made him want he wrote this for him. For Pattinson, unknowing that Pattinson was like kind of taking an interest in Batman on his own, mm-hmm. and then like so much so that Reeves like I actually don't know what we're gonna do if he says no because this is this is him and it was all him. Unfortunately, he was all in. Yeah, it's, but, yeah. it's emo Batman, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he broods. My Chemical uh, Batman. He, he broods extremely well. <laughs> he just is. Oh, he just nails the brood. He yeah, does. He does. <laughs> I will tell you, I don't particularly love the hair yes thank you i didn't want to be the guy like commenting on his appearance but yeah all over it, it was a little it needed a much. little bit more style or yeah something. Like, yeah it was just too much and especially with how pasty he was well yeah. i think that's part of the whole like jen and i were talking about this like you notice that as batman grows and stuff like that uh, ultimately bruce wayne is the mask right batman is his true self and so when he's first coming, you know, starting out. That's what like, the Riddler says, too. Yeah, I was just saying. Right? Which we'll get on that, you know, the duality of those those two um, dichotomy. When he first starts out, though, it's like, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's up all night. He's yeah, not sleeping. So, like, the I hair. <laughs> right, the hair. He's doing Peloton at four in the morning. <laughs> um, so the hair and all that stuff kind of plays into that. But then as you see, like, as he goes on, he get, becomes more refined. He gets more to, like, that Christian Bale. You know, where he can be out in public and be, you know, uh, we're going to take the Lambo out. We're going to go buy out the whole ballet and, and do all the things that a billionaire is supposed to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, again, when you're early on, you're first starting out, you don't really know how this is going to go. 
you don't know if everybody's going to love you or hate you kind of like as he's walking through, uh, walking with, uh, Jeffrey Wright. Welcome back, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Never, never never disappointed to see Jeffrey Wright. Yep. Um, I got, I got big, um, Rorschach from Watchmen vibes when he's doing like the narration, you know, like, and, and like his journal and, and even the way he talks, like it very much reminded me of that Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. I don't know if you guys. Uh, got that at all or <laughs> I did not I did but I, I hear what you're saying yeah. especially because you know, I hear it too but I yeah <laughs> um, I, I did want to I, I need to toss this out um, because while I was seeing it in the theater um, Martin and you both saw it in the theater correct yeah. and I saw it at home I saw it both and then you watched it at home Johnny yep. and I both went home watched it at home yeah, yeah. and Halfway through, I, I actually texted one of our Nick Williams, one of our colleagues, yeah, and I said, "Hey, um, and I know this is not fair, but we can talk about it." And I said, "You know, hey, this movie's really good, but I liked it the first time when it was called Seven. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, I had that too. Okay, all right, both, both of those, I got very big Seven vibes. Yeah, a little bit of a Seven vibe, a little dark nightish with especially the conversation that Batman has. I don't know how far we want to go." Down that, but yeah, I go, definitely go. go. You ran, go for it. You know, like the, the the seven. Like it's it was very much. You know, um, obviously we're talking seven deadly sins versus exposing the corruption and 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 how that. You know, but it was just like to me, it was a lot of the same. You know, the gluttony, the yeah. the all of all of that. But what was also interesting was his final. Not so much the act of going into the um, Gotham Garden and yeah. and that you Madison know his, Garden, his minions doing that. I love GSG. that, you know? <laughs> especially as a Jersey guy for you know seeing Madison, you know G S G. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but you know, just the way that he um, planned it all out, right? Planned Plotted it all it, out, and then the like end, mi- the final, the final John was Doe. to get Batman to have like it was just it was very sevenish. I'm not saying I, I still liked it a lot, but it definitely well, yeah, because because we liked seven, yeah, because yeah. we liked se- yeah, that's fair, that's fair. I mean, like yeah, like Rocky two was Rocky one, but I just like Rocky. So. Well, well, that was the thing I got with this movie too. Like the Riddler, he did do a lot of Batman. Like he was getting rid of a lot of the scum up until the last thing, right? The last. GSG yes. thing where he was just killing everybody. It was very targeted uh, with the scum of the Gotham. corrupt people. Yeah, the corrupt are, people. So yeah. I talked to some people that work as well, and they were like, "Yeah, like I agreed with everything the Riddler did <laughs> yeah, up I mean, until at the end." I was like, know, well, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe not the duct like, tape part." But, <laughs> but, but, but Batman doesn't kill people, right? That's kind of a thing. Yeah. So, so he Batman's, has a code, he, which is well, funny. He had because, some, he had some must have been near misses. Then, yeah, uh, a couple. I of mean, them. like. He doesn't intentionally do it. I don't know. It's weird because he's like, his whole model is like, we don't kill. But then the Batmobile always has like machine guns. It's like, so (laughs) what are you you doing here? Like targeting. (laughs) He knows where to shoot. (laughs) Keep it low. Um, Might lose an appendage. Well, well, let's talk about the Riddler because. Yeah. I mean, that's a a big part of the movie. Is is he your favorite villain? Your favorite Batman? Real quick before we get to that. Can we talk about Jim Carrey, Paul Dano, <laughs> Paul Dano? Yeah, the man, who, the the guy who plays the Riddler. Wasn't uh, it like his like third movie or something like that? Like no, but so we're fan. I mean, we talked about him when we did. Uh, there will be there blood. will be blood. Okay, and uh, have you seen that? Um, I believe so. Dano Day Lewis. Yes, it's I, good. Yeah. He's in that. He's in that. Oh, I thought yeah. he was a newer actor. No, I mean no, he's, no, he's been around. He's in yeah, uh, yeah. Little Miss Sunshine. He's in Little Miss Sunshine, which is uh, and the Girl Next Door is where I first saw him. Prisoners and <laughs> the movie you have not seen. So what's really interesting is he chose this because he chose this movie. He couldn't be in The Power of the Dog. He was going to be George. Interesting. Which, one was George? which the, <laughs> the brother. Like, the brother. Uh, 
Kirsten Dunst's up. brother. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. which I thought was funny because it rem- one that dude was up for was nominated for an Oscar. I mean, so he did a good job. Wait, McPhee, right? No. Oh wait, George. George, George would have been um, Cumberbatch's brother. Oh, what's his uh, Landry? You no, know, Landry. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was thinking her brother, but okay. Her son. Son. Yeah, that was her son. Cody, Cody McPhee, Kit yeah. McPhee. All right. Regardless, so he's ch- like, "How are we talking about Power of the Dog?" <laughs> Seriously, he chose this over that, which is such a great choice because yeah. he's he is fantastic, yeah. and I actually think he's perfectly cast. Yeah, he always play, he always like, he, cries and plays himself, but he's he always, plays like, scream cries, cre- yeah. creepy. He really owns oh, no, creepy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Super creepy. And Super that, creepy. That was one of the things that I think was a different turn for me, you know, as a as a fan was be like because the Riddler Jim Carrey is what you well, think not only Jim Carrey but <laughs> like so um, in tights the ones from like the sixties <laughs> like the yes. I forget who the actor also was. in tights yeah right but they're they're always like the Riddler was like jokey more like kind of hey we'll we'll throw some right so throw some riddles that'll stump stump you whatever slow you down but it won't be it was like this a Riddler Joker was just like straight violent that's right. why it, was, it had very big seven vibes because each thing was like almost teaching you a lesson yeah yep, yeah. yep. and he was awesome and I, to answer your original question is yeah i think this might be my favorite villain more than heath ledger's yeah, joker yeah. yeah or even but joaquin right, phoenix's joke i would you know? say they're right there I, he's really good i think mm-hmm. he was fantastic i i'm gonna give heath ledger's joker the nod i'm gonna be honest i'm a, I'm a mr freeze schwarzenegger guy <laughs> <laughs> he was icy cool in that <laughs> do i detect some sort of <laughs> a little bit a little bit yeah you know what and it's well it's interesting because you know i'm a joker guy i like the joker and i have um like I can take from the Caesar Romero from the 60s series, I can take a little yep. bit of that Joker also with the Jack Nicholson Joker and then the Heath Ledger Joker is a, you know, this is on a different What level. about the Joaquin? The Joaquin, you know, it's interesting. It's very hard for me to see that as a traditional Joker. Yeah. Just be based on I don't know. It was it was a very different movie to me. It didn't feel like it was like a like a like a Batman like a Joker origin story. It didn't feel like it was part to me. I didn't get a Gotham universe vibe from that. I yeah. actually loved the movie. I loved his performance, but I didn't get that that crossover. That's like fair. to me, it was more of anything like that. What was it falling down? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, and like Taxi Driver. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. <laughs> We talked about it in relation to yeah. Taxi Driver. Yeah, you know, that that's the more the, the vibe that I got. Um, yeah. I, but I thought, um, is it Dano? Is that how you say it? Dano? Paul Dano. You know, what was so cool about it is, have you guys ever seen 8mm? Yeah. So, Cage? Cage. Cage, yeah. It's been a long time. And Joaquin um, Phoenix? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wow. when he was younger. God, I don't remember that at so, all. So there was a, at the end where he like takes off the mask of like the villain, right? And he looks at him and he said... He just looked like a regular Joe, like a regular every day. And I remember the line was like, what did you expect? Like a monster, right? And that to me, I got that same with with Paul Dano because like he's this this like unassuming, nerdy looking. How is this guy? Orphan. How is this orphan? This this like... Uh, nobody that what, what was he saying that nobody um, I'm, I'm nobody innocuous like cared I'm a, about us, uh, nobody yeah. cared nobody paid attention I was invisible and like look what he did I mean and yeah. that's what was so cool well, about- and I mean he had 500 followers yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Is five oh seven? Sorry, five oh seven to be exact." I was like, "Is that was that supposed to be impressive?" 
I guess that was only going to be it was going to be 500 people that I came. Mean, to well, I guess when they all showed up to kill people, I mean, right. that's pretty impressive. There's only like four people there. Though. That's because 40% are bots. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Interestingly enough, 8mm was directed by Joel Schumacher. So why couldn't he make <laughs> the Batman darker? Like 8mm, super dark. And that's that's an interesting. That's that movie it's was like, God, his movies were so bad. Those Batman <laughs> movies were so bad. Like, he like had just, it in him. What was crazy, the the just the, the outfits and how like yeah. sexualized. Oh, like, yeah, the, the dime-sized nipples. So bizarre, <laughs> right? It was just weird. I was up, yeah. I just, when you mentioned all the different Jokers, I just pictured Jared Leto sitting outside just crying. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, no, I don't I hate him Joker. as much as, as people. Like, I didn't see that movie, so. Yeah, I don't hate him as much as people people seem to. But Apparently, they took a lot of his, um, many of his scenes out of the Suicide Squad, which is a shame. Because they left us with, you know, what we got, with what we got, yeah, exactly. which is the reason they had to remake it. And yeah, I was like, the Suicide Squad. I'm. By the way, I was really funny. Just the image of Jared Leto, just like kind of looking out, and like watching, like, <laughs> you know, like everybody else. Everyone else talking all about like, all sure. the best Jokers and not even mentioning <laughs> me. What did you guys think of uh, the the use of something in the way in Nirvana song? So I loved it. I loved yeah. it in the beginning. I don't know why yeah. they used it twice. The, I hate when they the use call, it twice. Yeah, the return is like, it's like you don't have any other options. Yeah, it and annoyed it, me. You could have found a different... I will say I, what I read. it. So I know that song. Obviously, I think uh going to go with MTV Unplugged album, perhaps. No, it's on Nevermind. Is it on Nevermind? It might be Unplugged, but the version they played is from Nevermind, yeah. So they said it was never like really released as a single or anything? No. Um, it was just... Album. Yeah, and... Then it went to like number two when this when it came out like with the trailer, it be, it, it had a, a, essentially a resurgence. Yeah, and it's great because it's dark and it's perfect for the movie. And Reeves, I read something that he actually had a it came to me like the a Kurt Cobain relationship was the genesis of how he saw Batman too, like his with mm, fame yeah. and things along that that line. And I was like, oh, that's pre- actually pretty interesting. And the music aspect obviously and then he ends up using the nirvana song again i'm totally with you first time it's like absolutely it great and it's like oh again i like the song i mean it's good but like well, the nice thing is it's a three-hour movie so you know <laughs> it went to the beginning and the end so you know there's enough second time. act the second, right that's right it was a very long movie yeah it was way. it was lengthy yeah. what did you guys think about that like too long so i don't i don't mind you a never long like movie too, yeah you if it's good, yeah. If it's a good movie, sure. three hours is not that. And this big was a deal. good, but I think it had some fat. I, especially, I would that agree. Last, so I broke it up. I, there was a there was about just like two hours and five minutes in. There was a window, and I was like, it really came down to me having to go to work the next morning because I get up extra early for that. And I'm like, I could stay up for this, but I will be a zombie tomorrow if I do. And I'm like, I'm calling it. I'm like, I'm going to break this up into two parts, and it was fine. I mean, I was fine doing it, but I, I, yeah, going to the theater, I don't know. I, I would ask you guys because you couldn't stop it. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I felt I felt it was long. I ran out at one point. I don't remember which point, but I ran out to use the restroom, and not because I I don't even know if I really had to, but I felt like if I'm three hours, I'm sure I'm going to have to use it. And now seems like a good time. <laughs> better, so better I'm, than right at the end. Right? right, I might as well just go right now. But yeah, I feel, it, it was a little long. Like, to your point, I think there was like some they could have like at least but in it, the last it, hour. Yeah, but that's okay. Like I don't. I don't think there was an hour of fat. No. Like, so it's no, like, so no. it was going to be been long. like two and a half. It was going to be long, though, one yeah. way or the other. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Which is right. fine. And, and, and that's where I go back to like other times we've talked about this um, on previous movies where they do trim 
I a lot of times wonder sometimes if they trim too much yeah. trying to get to a, a specific time. So it's like I would I rather they kept it at three if they felt like that stuff even the fat mm-hmm. helped create the world and helped yeah. move the story forward as opposed to trimming it down because they're like well no we need this to be two and a half hours they're like well that doesn't quite make a ton of sense <laughs> yeah and so I, I would much rather run a three hour movie if it's entertaining and I thought this was entertaining it was entertaining and I I like you know we talked about the noir the hard boiled detective aspect of it like. You know, it's he's pulling on a thread and he's figuring out, and they're adding all these names. So they, they, they probably maybe along the line they could have cut that out. But I, all that stuff I liked. I really just feel it was, it was trying to make a big finale where it didn't need a big finale for this kind of to, to me. You know, it didn't need a big action water flooding yeah. set piece. That's it could have been fine. It yeah. was just a detective movie. I think the audience would have been okay if they if they were more a little bit more subdued in the ending, as long as it was just good. To that point. There's a, I think it was right when he and Catwoman are leaving and she like takes off on the motorcycle and then he takes off and then he goes to separate ways and they like zoom in on him. I thought they could have ended it there <laughs> and just been like, boom, that's it. And then you like, we'll go on the next one. But I understand like where they were going to kind of set up the next movie and yeah. see a conclusion to the Riddler and, and then introduce the unnamed Arkham uh, prisoner, <laughs> I um, but oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, who was that master? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think there, like you said, there's always parts that they could trim. But to your point, Brady, not trimming so much to fit in like a two hour and twenty minute window, just because that's just what they to do because someone arbitrarily sit. decided we'd right. rather have a two and a half hour movie than a three hour movie. Yes. because and I I get it. Three hours turns people off. You're getting the crowd. You're getting your Batman crowd, and the movie's good. And if it's good, I think that holds up more often than not. We should talk about Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz? Yeah. The Kravitz? Uh, yeah. I mean, big, big was fan, that first movie? First movie, right? No, um, One of her first movies? She's um, been in TV. Definitely sure. in TV. I'm sure she's been I, in I'm not going to yeah. lie. I thought the... the... She, was, she, was, she was in like Hunger Games or... Uh, yes, di- correct. Uh, Divergent. Oh, she, Divergent. She was, oh, she was one of oh. Divergent. Divergent. I will say... And that I, and it's funny because I did mention earlier how I like that it was her origin story, ultimately, kind of how that hat that she was wearing. The weird. That weird, like, yeah, that yeah. was like. A, it's, like a, it's a precursor to the mask. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. what it, yeah, no, no, it but, definitely was. It just, right. little, it just doesn't make it good. <laughs> <laughs> I like Zoe Kravitz. I liked her in uh, the show on HBO. Big uh, Little Lies. There you go, Big Little Lies. I like her. She was in Mad Max Fury Road, too. She, she was. was one, really? of the, one of the, like, Three or four of like his. We we haven't done our hey, being our a Kravitz episode, has yeah. its has its perks. <laughs> you know, beautiful, and you get to Lisa Bonet's daughter. And I, look, yeah. she's very attractive. I she's I liked her, but I didn't love her. I, I thought I was going to love her when I saw she was cast as it, and I did well, not. Well, let me ask you: Did you not love her because um, at this point the character is so underdeveloped, or possibly, or was it more that? I, you just didn't like Zoe Kravitz as an actor in just as an actor in that role. No, I, and I don't know. I, there was something about like her. I, I think you could be onto something with uh, not being fully developed aspect. Not that I necessarily need a movie about her, but sure, sure. Um, I didn't see the Halle, Halle Berry. Berry one, so um, I can tell you, <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't right. overly intrigued about uh, about that story. But there was something there I just didn't particularly love, and I think sometimes it was like her. I get, I get it. She's sad, but like I, <laughs> I felt like she was sad too much. They're all sad. 
They're all emo kids. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. They definitely went to the goth night at the bar. You yeah, know? Well, I thought the two of them together were good. I thought they had they pretty, had good. Pretty, yeah, I think they good had chemistry. good chemistry. And him being in her ear and telling her what to do, I thought was a good good scene too. In the you know in the club, yeah, right. So yeah, it was all it was all fine. Um, you know, I this is my favorite movie of all time, but it's I, all I all could good. tell so. And this has nothing to do with it. I had this thought before I saw the list of who else read for it before she got it. Oh, boy. Guys, it's a who's who. Really? Of our girls. Zendaya? Uh, Lisa Bonet. No. <laughs> she might age herself Her and her mom. We, we got some former. Uh, we got Issa Gonzalez. Okay. Who's that from? Hobbs and Shaw. Baby Hob- Driver. Oh, gotcha. She's Baby Driver would be the probably the... Ambulance. She's the... I haven't, haven't seen Ambulance yeah. yet, but Ana de Armas. All fans. <laughs> well, now you, can, I don't you know can't tell me that. Hannah John Kamen. Hannah, do you guys know that name? Is she the one? Yes, she's the one from. Um, it's a show called the 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 Stranger. She was also the one that played Ghost in the new in Ant Man Two. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Natalie Emmanuel. Fast okay. franchise. Fast franchise. Game a, of Thrones. Amanda Game of C. Thrones. Free, did she? I thought no. I heard that. Alicia Vikander. Ooh. You know her. Ex Machina. Yeah. Ex Machina. Yep. You know I'm a fan. And Ella Balinska, who I also don't know. They all screen tested for her. And Zazie Beats also auditioned. Mm. Uh, conflict of schedules with Atlanta. And, and Zoe got it. And I, I'm not mad that Zoe got it by any means. And I think there's, that's a great list of people to have potentially have been that in that role. But yeah. there was just something there I didn't love. This was written by Matt Reeves, right? He was the writer, too. I think so, as yeah. well as the director. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think it, he, it was because there was a different script when Affleck was involved. Got it. And he liked the script, but he decided he wanted to do his own thing, and this was his version. Hence yeah. the, like, Cobain version. And he wrote this specifically with Pattinson in mind. Got it, yeah. I like his twist. Again, like, it's going to be hard to compare the Nolan verse to mm-hmm. this because just that was a, a a wave of just, like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know you could do this with the character. Right. But, and you have three. Dark Three just... good movies right. to like. I mean, and it's... so so we'll see when you know the sequel comes right. out and what they do. But fun fact: Did you guys know who Matt Reeves' childhood friend is? I barely know who Matt Reeves is. <laughs> right. So Matt Reeves is uh, he Christopher did, Reeves. Uh, he did uh, Christopher Nolan, War of Planet of the Apes, Mark Wahlberg. Nope. <laughs> Caesar the Gorilla. Um, Two initials. Andy Circus. J.K. Simmons. Getting closer. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> Is it J.J. No. Abrams? Oh, J. oh. <laughs> he met J.J. Abrams when he was like thirteen. And I they've feel been like best I might have had that tidbit somewhere, but <laughs> but he did a uh, Planet of the Ape- War of the Planet of the Apes, and then oh, because he did Rise some Felicity. Of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, he did some Felicity early on. That's right, I did see that, and uh, I think that's where Andy Serkis comes in because he's worked with him for yeah. all the Planet of the Apes films. Which is he a good Alfred? Oh, I... oh, I I have a I have a thought. Yeah, yeah. bring it. I, I hate Andy Serkis as an actor. Wow! Hold on. Do you hate him? Hold on. Do you hate him as as a person, as a human? No, well, not like will you hurt him? Maybe I'm not saying that right. I hate him as a as a physical being. Like, do you hate him as as Gollum? Wait, am I saying this wrong? Or do you hate him? Like seeing him? Like, for example, when he was I'm fine if I don't just see him. Right. So, like when he was Claw in Black Panther, like yeah, pretty good at that. But I didn't necessarily love him there either. I just don't think he's he's trying way too hard. Well, I think because he's always feels like he's probably in That's what I mean. like a green screen. He's right. green. He's he's look. He does that good. Stick to that shit. <laughs> I'm going to be honest you. with you. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I, I wow. so not only did I not think he was a very good Alfred. Oh, I think it's this is an arguable, right? He sucked. It was not. It, it was, was not very good. I didn't I mind f- him. 
Yeah, but Good here's party. the thing that yeah, bothered. Sorry, I didn't know I was gonna be the only. <laughs> yeah, all this Andy Circus hate. I mean, it just I was, you watched the movie, right? Yeah, I honestly, I was, I, I, I was encouraged by knowing he was going to be in there. I was interested to see what was going to happen, and I guess having a younger Alfred is for you know because obviously Batman was younger. But I gotta be what I can't get past his face that it's not Michael Caine. What do you got? <laughs> we got Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. <laughs> you know what it is. When he was oh, got the box and he like I'm sorry man like how do you yeah. not oh, yeah, know I, from I the beginning you. that like you got yeah. this guy don't just open a package yeah. the guy that there's well, made, scribbled on psychopath you, handwriting on you've it. been working on this code for the entire <laughs> movie like right, you know point. something's going on and then he sees the fireproof and he's like oh that's not weird this? <laughs> how is he not running I mean he's just like took his well, time to be oh, fair man. he did throw it. <laughs> it was a little late, though. It was, it I just was, dark, That's what we call a Tate technicality. <laughs> when you find a flaw, you're like, "Why would you do that? I Why would you do that?" I didn't know that he was in this, and I was thoroughly disappointed to see him. And he thoroughly disappointed in All the right, role. What did you want to see in the role? I didn't have I, I didn't yeah, have yeah, any nothing. preconceived notions going in. Yep. Like, is anyone going to beat Michael Caine? Probably not. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay with unknown actors. Like, that's me okay. Too. Once There's in a, a while. Lot, I'll be honest. I'm going to break you guys. Blow your mind. There's a lot of good British actors. <laughs> it's, not, it's not just um, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> What's Cumber? You're all Cumper. over it. <laughs> you got but, it. Nailed it. <laughs> right. There's a ton of good British actors, especially even ones that people don't know. It's fine. I don't need Andy Serkis. <laughs> right. He's not a good actor. Yeah, yeah. I thought that they... he played Gollum good. That's it. <laughs> I don't even like those movies. <laughs> that's, he was great in Gollum, but he was—he's good at what he did. Is <laughs> yep. not seeing him. I, I am with you. I, I think it might be a little bit of a hot take. I also, think. we get acknowledge in the Black Panther that he's like three times his size, right? Like he had jacked himself up to like he's monstrous. Yeah, he got. Like, I didn't know he yes. was that jacked. And then he's he stopped taking the HGH. Now he's back to normal <laughs> yeah. size. There's there's no drug testing in I Hollywood. Think he went straight from right. Gollum to like right. King Kong, and now he's back to like a human. He's such range, you know. Totally, <laughs> totally. It's like the Christian Bale of the green screen. <laughs> we talk about humor a, a lot, and uh, this didn't really have very many funny moments, except for one laugh out loud part when he's like, "You got a lot of cats." <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, yeah. like, perfectly delivered. That was it. Was in the trailer. Oh, it was? I, I, see, yeah. I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see the trailer. I thought the, trailer. the funny part was when he was in the wingsuit, in the squirrel suit, and flying off the building, and then pulled the chute and slammed into the overpass. Yeah, like, honestly, was, what was that, felt man? like the wrong Batman. time to pull the chute. Like, yeah. Like, you just, just kept going that. underneath it. Yeah, you were trending in the right direction. Unless I missed the, the I think they the were angle. going for, like, young, still making mistakes early stuff. It was the only thing I could think of. But, yeah, um, maybe we just hard. didn't have the angle right and he was gonna he was gonna die. <laughs> and then he was like just came almost died. <laughs> right. I don't want to gloss over an unrecognizable Colin Farrell. Right. Oh yeah. I figured didn't, out okay, didn't know time to, okay, to go on. Here's the thing. Until the end. If you didn't know it him until yeah. the end. Wait, you didn't know you knew until during I saw, the movie? Until I, saw I well the I knew because I I saw um like I think it was maybe a year or so ago, like the article like you can't believe what oh, okay. like, yes, I, I watch so what I, I do that. is when I see a movie, when when there's a movie that's coming out that I'm very interested in, I will watch one preview mm-hmm. and then that's it. And I'll watch the one preview, like whether it be the teaser that comes out like a year or two before. So chances are I forgot. Sounds like you read articles. Too. Most of it. No, I. you know what? It, this article, because I'm always interested in who the villains are. And this was at a time where they revealed that Colin Farrell was going to be. And it was, you know, you wouldn't believe what he looks like. And all right, I'm a sucker. So I look. <laughs> Clickbait. They got you. They, 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 they got totally you. got me. I, I could not believe 
what I was seeing. You know seeing. that was the headline, too. It was really early on. I was like, you're never going to believe you're never, Oh, absolutely. It was so, definitely something like that. All right. So it looked nothing like him. I nothing. think that's uh, – obviously, everyone agrees. Did you think it looked like – Robert De Niro. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I kept oh, thinking, I'm like, is it Robert De Niro? <laughs> yes. Because it's it, some kind of like weird green screen Robert De Niro? It's like the Irishman. They just like had one more variation they could do of, right. of an age of Robert De Niro. It's, it was like, it, what, now that you say it, like Colin, Colin Farrell's eyes put on Robert De Niro's everything else. <laughs> like, um, Do you know that there's going to be an, um, an HBO show um, series with with Colin Farrell's uh, Penguin. That's the only thing that makes sense why they cast him in that, in my opinion. Because I was like, what a, what a kind of a waste. Like, he didn't have to do a lot. Right. Unless he's going to be part of, the, of a sequel, because as Which when I mentioned earlier, was, like it this was so. his origin story, because you got to assume that Falcone, yeah. um, you know, he's done, obviously. Oh, also, good, well casting. Love, yeah, I, lo- I love Tur- Yeah, he Loved when he popped up. I was like, yes! Not a bad... Uh, <laughs> No one's un- you're not not unhappy to see Torturo typically ever, right? Yeah. Um, and I felt like it was it was kind of neat to see him in like kind of a bad guy role because that's not really necessarily May, his forte. Go I, for it. I, I just want to can I share a random John Torturo story? Uh, Absolutely. No. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um, I lived in Brooklyn for ten years in uh, the Windsor Terrace area. There was a there was a movie theater, tiny little movie theater. 70 to 80 percent chance you were getting bed bugs if you went there but you know it's brooklyn you don't have many options so you go in there um one afternoon my wife and i went and uh went to see knocked up it was just to be clear this is not a movie theater with beds (laughs) no okay this is just bugs anywhere in new york no i'm just making sure (laughs) they they they're at the toll booth all right they literally (laughs) take the tolls yep (laughs) <laughs> so we go and we go to um we go to this we're gonna go see knocked up and um maybe, let's say the theater holds 50 people maybe there's like 15 to 20 tops two of the people are john Turturro and i'm assuming his wife girlfriend whoever it was and throughout the entire movie it was basically a battle over who was laughing more like a mental patient me or John Turturro. <laughs> That's awesome. And he and I were basically, and we actually made eyes a couple times, like laughing at each other because we, the two of us, were laughing harder than any person in the entire theater. And and his laugh was like, ha, 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 ha. And it was very loud and like you heard it and you're like, That's John Turturro. I mean, you knew it was him. And, and that was, yeah, it was a very funny time. I just figured I'd share well that. Done. Well done, Kanish. Yeah. Right. It's good, good to know that he goes to the theater. The Kanish. Just like a regular Joe. Yeah. Gets bed bugs like all of us. You know? <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy it. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll probably watch it again. I have said that before about movies and not watch them again, but I, yeah. I probably will at some point. It's a, it's a big statement when you just say <clears throat> you're willing to. Yeah. These that, days. You know, that's a yeah. qualifier. Yeah. So let me ask you guys. Let, let's talk about, so we have the... Um, the conversation between Batman and the Riddler. Okay, um, this is in, in Arkham. This is in Arkham. Okay, I will say there. I got a lot of Dark Knight vibes in that conversation. Oh, uh, right, uh, Dark Bane. Uh, Bane. Wow. wow. Blue. Yeah. yeah. Struggling. Come on. Come <laughs> Bale, on. Get there. Bale and Joker in the uh, in the the interrogation interrogation room. room. I, yeah. I got. It only took about twenty minutes to get out. Put words together. Make love it. I love it. But I got a little bit of that vibe in the conversation and the content of the conversation, which I I thought that was a pretty epic 
moment. I mean, that was, you complete me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of moment where they were finally able to like, and when he like, they slam his head down, when they finally arrest yeah. him, he sees him and he's got that smile on his face. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. again, the, the ringing around the seven and the whole, you know, with, so you guys. Yeah, we're, we're with you. I mean, we talked about it earlier, right? Like the duality of, of the, the two of them together, or like two sides of the same coin is what, is how the the Riddler absolutely sees it, say. and Batman like gets pissed off by that comparison at all. He does. He's like, I don't see that. I was like, we're not the same at all. Yeah, but so like, good. clearly, I think us as the audience is like, yeah, no, we we see it. You I guys th- are both in I masks, agree. and you there, know, I think it is more recognizable. I think you're right. I don't think anyone expects that, mm-hmm. and I think that's the realization moment that. It is, and whether people got it or not, I I definitely did. It, it was like, yeah, these two are right there, and then obviously Dano's pissed because he doesn't see that, and he thinks he's weird and crazy and all that. But yeah, uh, it's, and which which leads to one of his great. You're glossing over the fact that the Batman is checking all those boxes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? And to that end, I actually had a moment when the, the second time I saw the movie, and it, this was the kind of, and this this is the weirdness of like ultimately when you step back and think about Batman and how he engages in the the universe that he's in. So the, the mayor gets killed, right? Mm-hmm. And they put the light up and he comes, Commissioner Gordon, you know, his brain is, I guess he wasn't commissioner at this point. No, he right. was, he's no. just like Lieutenant Lieutenant. Gordon. Okay, so Lieutenant Gordon. He wasn't even backup commissioner because someone else became a commissioner <laughs> after the commissioner got that's killed. Right, that's like, right, that's right, yeah. He's nowhere near the top yeah, spot. Yeah, he's got a he was, chain of, chain of command work. to get through. <laughs> but, like, when Batman was walking through all of the cops. They seem to all, love him. And, <laughs> but it just, like, you But you looked at him and like, man, this guy is such It was like he's in this, like, Halloween costume yeah. like with all on these Halloween. cops. On Halloween. Detectives and, you know, all these lieutenants and cops and this and that. And then like, there's this guy in, like, a it's leotard. A joke, with, right? like a, It literally looked like a joke. And yeah. it was just, it was very, I thought that was a very interesting scene because it really, to me, that actually captured, like, how much Gotham had a problem with with Batman. Yeah. Um, also, when, like, he saved that guy in the train, after he beats the snot out of all those dudes with the, the makeup, and yeah. he's like, don't hurt me. Yeah. 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 It's like, dude, have you been watching <laughs> well, what just happened? Vengeance. To that scene where he's walking through the hall, uh, my wife mentioned, she's like, it's very interesting that you see, like, the one guy, like, step out and, like, give him the shoulder charge, and Batman just, like, stands there and is like, I could destroy you right now. Like, I can snap your neck if I wanted to, but he's like, Ultimately, that's not what my end goal is. I'm not going to try to like show you that I'm better than you because I wear a suit or whatever, and I've trained all this stuff. But like, well, he's, he's under a, control. You're right. He's under control, but also like he's got to build that trust up, right? Because they don't trust him. Well, and he's under control until later when he loses it finally, and it all comes out, and he starts pummeling the guy when right. they're about to take off his mask <laughs> yeah, after yeah. when and he, he can't. Yeah. Well, when no, when up. he's, yeah, at the end, when he's literally starts punching the guy almost like, yes. And they have to like pull him off oh. essentially up in the scaffolding. Up in the scaffolding. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, he obviously gets upset there, but he doesn't like start taking, I mean, he doesn't like beat anybody up to the point of, that, no. that's where he like snaps and yes. they have to like essentially like bring him back out of it yep. to, because uh, he doesn't go that far. Right. He doesn't kill. One of the things that when you guys were talking about like him finding his counterpoint in, the Riddler is interesting that you guys all took that because like typically through the comics and stuff, his counterpoint is Joker. Yeah. And Joker is like the mirror image of him. Like that's why he'll never kill the Joker because he's like, that is me just with a slant towards 
know, vengeance and destruction and it's more everything. anarchy, right? It's right. like Joker. Chaos. Yeah, right. Yeah, I and think, he's I trying think to bring that, you know, the Whereas control. Riddler has a, more of a message and a purpose yeah. in this one. I don't know if that's how it is in, in what was, the universe, What was that but, line from The Dark Knight? He's like, I'm, I'm like a dog chasing a car. I wouldn't know what to do yeah. when I caught it. Yeah. I just do things. Yeah. I, <laughs> right. Right. That's yeah. the chaos. That's what I think. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of like why Batman doesn't kill and why everyone's like, you just could just want to watch Lord kill Boom. the Joker and be yeah. done with it. And they're like, no, but you got to put him in jail and then he's got to escape and then he's got to catch him yeah. again. It's like, because well, if that's, that's gone, he doesn't have any Maybe that's, that was intentional that, with the Riddler to to veer him more towards that angle. So he was opposed to yeah. the Batman throughout. And I think hey, I think it's definitely a Matt, what Matt Reeves, his vision of this. And it makes it a, a very good self-contained movie with mm-hmm. a with a message with a story that they're they're the counterpoints two sides of the same coin whether or not that fully fits into yeah everything in the in the batman universe might not might not be exactly right but i but i think it makes for like a good you know psychological study of, of batman which is cool which we really haven't seen that much of i think in um so it just makes it more of a movie for for our time now too because it's yeah. just kind of like joker was too the joaquin phoenix joker you know yeah. like you're looking at that and that was scary you know we, we talked about for, for different reasons you know just with the way the way of the world and politics and and, and certain uh certain individuals within within the world but uh I, I i do i do think that they were they were much more of a, a kind of a counterpoint to each other yeah i was going to ask you um arkham asylum but they, they said that his mom is martha arkham, arkham. is that all is that a thing or that it was that made up for this movie uh, that was I don't new know. for me that was well. new for me that was new for okay, me new yeah. for, if it's new for you wow. i'm gonna take it as new for the universe yeah. if it's new for jelani it didn't exist before this yeah yeah um, and that's or, just funny that those two families merged and then, which no and that's a great tie i mean that's that's a if it, if it is new that's a cool aspect of it um and that she was crazy or that she had issues yeah 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 you know, that's actually one of the fun things about the Batman, the character, and then these different movies that they're making is that, you know, his origin, um, how his parents died, which is a pretty gigantic moment in, in his character. It's always, um, it's just always kind of different, um, but it's also very similar. Like, there's always like a crazy person that kind of, mm-hmm. this almost felt like this is the first time it ever was a there was a reason it was always just random yes. right and this i mean was to me as a you know without that you don't ha- probably don't even have you don't really have the riddler you don't have any of that so it's that which i found very interesting like how how far back they went to create this storyline because without that if it was just like the random you know, like in the like the Michael Keaton one, it was just like held up went, in the street. It was a robbery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's how most of the time it really is. Yeah, it's completely with the devil random. With the moonlight. Yeah. I guess is that from the the Batman stories that you know? Is that is it pretty standard that there that it's or is it always random? Which is also kind of fun. How you have so many iterations of yeah. the Batman. So I think you know, going from the the Burton ones, going from um, even the the Nolan verse, and then. Even the TV shows, it always just happens to be like uh, a robbery gone wrong. But I think when you when you give it a focus like they did in this one, uh, it kind of pulls him in and, and centers Batman because when it's just a robbery gone wrong, he kind of takes a step and says, "Okay, there's just violence out there, mm-hmm. and I gotta I gotta squash it all all the streets." Right. Yeah. Versus this, where it's like, "All right, now I can focus my anger. I can focus." all my rage on a specific point 
but then once that's done, then where am I going to go mm. now? Now, where is going to be my outlet? What is my driving force at that point? So it'll be interesting to see what Matt Reeves and the team does with this and, and where they take it next. But like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I do like a little bit more centered, more developed and more refined Batman, but I want to see what comes next. It's in good Which, hands. I it think. seems like there'll be there will be something coming next. So yeah. they definitely, yeah, they left it really. They, I mean, they gave all the characters except for um, the Riddler the the next. You know, we have you know the Catwoman. She's going to do her thing. Obviously, we're going to see the next iteration with the Penguin. Yep. 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 What happens there? And now we were introduced um, to the Joker. What what will be the Joker? Yeah. Darch, you had some uh, you had some homework this week. I did have some homework. You uh, we have a segment for all recurring dads or. All dads all who join dads. us, all yeah, guest, the guest dads. dads. A movie you can't wait to show your kids. Yeah, mm. and when you when you told me about this, instantly, first thing that came to mind he was understood the assignment <laughs> was um, you know like eighties kung fu karate that like genre and and the reason why I went there is I mentioned earlier were like there's certain movies that I literally I cannot wait to show him running Henry is his name he's six and a half I, I cannot wait to show him running man. Can't wait to show him the Jean Claude Van Damme suite of, of <laughs> blood Split Bloodsport, one of the greatest. You know, I've wait, what was that? so many times. a billion times I've seen that wait, movie. But Bur- what was the movie you, t- you told me? Oh, how, um, I was also thinking of Jim Cotta. I don't know if you guys have heard about Jim Cotta. It is the story of a uh, Olympic um, gold medalist, um, also who is um, also a um, secret agent, and he, always. Um, and it's it's amazing because they're um, and hopefully at some point you guys will see this movie to see how horrifically amazing it is. <laughs> give him the give him um, that synopsis. That the, don't, you can spoil it because it's amazing. Okay, so um, the, the the idea of it is that there's this like ancient tournament um, where you know. Uh, it's a the race. And, you know what? It's in that. That's the beauty of it. It's in that like crazy. Yeah. You, like, you're, you know what it is. You, you don't know, know what it is. And know. like people die every right. year and there's only, you know. So one of the parts of the race is they have to um, go through this town of of the criminally insane for whatever country, imaginary country this is. And when. Valverde. Um, that's what I was going to yeah, say. It's, it is the, it's the Baltic version of uh, Valverde. Um, and so when, um, I think his name is Kurt, maybe is the main character's name, when he, when he goes through. The actor is Kurt Thomas. Kurt Jonathan Thomas. Cabot. Yeah, just, so when Jonathan, Jonathan Cabot um, makes it through um, the town of Crazies and he's about to be overrun by the criminally insane, he goes into the town square where there just happens to be a pommel horse <laughs> in the middle of the town square and he proceeds to do a full-on Olympic-style pommel horse routine with like the scissors, like yeah. the whole thing. As and people are coming. As people are coming and he's kicking the people and he's, I mean, it was, I mean, so that's like one of those, so it's that genre of That's like, what he gave me first and I was like, I mean. It was... <laughs> But I, I dug in more um, because I do want to show him, like like I said, the 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 uh, commandos, the Rambos. Mm-hmm. But I also know that there's like a certain level of violence that I just can't show him we've, yet. We've talked many times about you this, know there's so. like campy violence like in a Marvel movie, but there's also like you know Commando when he like chops the guy's arm off and like <laughs> throws a like a like a saw blade at the other guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? right. It's just like a different level. But this movie, and I settled on. Um, this movie, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. And what was, I used to watch this on VHS, of course. Obviously. 
in my best friend across the street in his basement, and we would be eating, drinking Fulgo Pepsi because that's what you know <laughs> us kids in East Brunswick, New Jersey, did. Um, and Charles Chips, which is like our local chips, and we watch all these movies. But this one, now did you did you have it purchased or was it recorded off of? Oh, this was recorded yeah. off. Of, oh <laughs> yeah, there was the no right. purchasing <laughs> back then. Those purchases were like fifty bucks. Right. Go, this, yeah, was... Yeah, this was recorded off a of TV. Right, oh man, man. It's, it's, like, it's, it's a school recital. You passed the, te- you passed the test, do <laughs> it's, it's like a school recital in, cut off immediately into Barry Gordy's <laughs> The Last Dragon. And so, what I loved about this movie, and I just can't wait to hear what you guys because. What you guys thought was to me, it was almost like it was just such a greatest hits of not only that that time period, um, but of it was almost like um, a the campy Bruce Lee silliness of of brought to life in this family in you know in Harlem. I think they were in Harlem. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah, the Shogun of, Shogun Harlem. of Harlem, and like the everything from the outfits that the bad guys wore oh. to the. Um, outfits that the good guy wore. All of, all of the outfits. I mean, every single outfit, and and to me, it was just. I mean, it, there's so many like layers to the hilarity from like when um, we're all talking. Forget about the, the karate part. We're talking about the music videos. Yeah. We're talking about. I mean, and I just want to point out before we dig in too much that there were some amazing celebrities now. Um. Yeah. Let's yeah. see if I'm going to throw a couple names yeah, and tell me there. if they ring a bell. Um, yep. William H. Macy. Saw. Yeah. yeah right? I, I, the I kept expecting more from him because I'm like, they got to use William H. Macy. Got, of course. Right. <laughs> it's like, I looked up. It's like one of his first things he yeah. did. Yeah. Exactly. Obviously, Vanity, who was beautiful. I mean, she was I've also nev- phenomenal. I've never heard of Vanity. Oh, me neither. Jackson? Really? She, she came from, she's a prince. She, she came prince from Bert, the yeah. prince um, the prince tree. <laughs> she was in Action Jackson. Loved, yes. loved her. Yeah. She <laughs> was amazing. Vanity was yeah, amazing. She's beautiful. Staggeringly gorgeous. Um, Chaz Palminteri yeah. yes. was yes. in that. The he was one limo of the driver. Thugs. Yes. Yeah. The he limo had quite driver. the hair. Yes. And um, the stash. <laughs> Ernie Reyes Jr., um, if you remember him. So he was... Um, he was one of the young, like one of his young friends. He's the little kid the who little was doing all the karate at the very end. And the guy he was fighting... Oh. Was his dad, who was the Ernie Race, yes, senior, senior, was the coordinator of all the fights. Interesting. Yeah, he yes. was. He also was, was, did one of the Ninja Turtles. He Ninja was Turtles too. Secret of the Ooze. I love oh, it. Yeah. I love it. Man. I love it. It's beautiful. But yeah, I thought that um, Mike Starr. Um, you know Mike Starr, some rock. Rock. Mike Starr was wasn't he in Dumb and Dumber? Yes. Dumb and Dumber. That's yes. what I think. That's he's what the I guy thought. in the middle of the, yes. in the thing. He's losing one of the world. Yeah, he's like one of the one of the tough guys. Like one of the yeah. So I saw him in real life one day. We were just in Chicago, and he was just out. Like in front of the bar, and one of the the one of the girls I was with like recognized him from Dumb and Dumber, and she was like walking up. She's like, "I know you," and he was just like, "No, no, no!" Like back away. You do not know. We were all loaded. I thought you were going to do the line. You want to hear the most annoying (laughs) stuff? That would have been amazing. I get this every day, everywhere I go. He just was like, "No, no, I don't want any." Yeah, please no. (laughs) There were two other cameos that I don't know if you guys picked up on, but. Uh, Rudy Huxtable, yes, yes Rudy yes, Huxtable, she was the yeah. sister. and Cockroach from the from the Cosby Show. He was in was the pizzeria. He was the kid in the I, gold jacket. Was he really? Yeah, yes. I might not have. Yeah, I don't know. Record, or, or noticed that it was. Yes, yes. That's, that sounds right. Um, so yeah, I would love to to get your guys' thoughts. I mean, it's a, it was a, one of those movies I know by heart. Well, just yeah. Real quick before, just since uh, we can get this out of the way now. So I didn't know. I was like, oh, Timac. 
I was like really Ma. caught off. Ty Mock. I was <laughs> really Ma. confused by the two lead characters having one name only, yes. both of which I had never heard of. Yeah, Ty Mock and Vanity. Yeah. <laughs> um, but was what I what I read with it was interesting. Was who it almost like it was almost crazy. Of the people like so Lawrence Fishburne lobbied really hard for it. To be which character? To be Leroy. Bruce Leroy? Leroy? Yeah. Leroy Green. To be, this is, again, this is back in 85. Um, Move your pizza down to Daddy Green's pizza. Denzel. Yeah. Just, aud- direct a, just direct a your pizza, pizza to Daddy Green's pizza. <laughs> yes. Denzel auditioned for Leroy and Shonuff. Huh. No go. Uh, Jim Brown, Fred Williamson, Ron O'Neill, Billy D. Williams, and Carl Weathers were considered for Shonuff. Interesting. Mario Van Peebles was almost Leroy Green. Solo, one of the best movies of all time. No. <laughs> and Wesley Snipes City. really wanted Leroy Green too, and like it, and it ended up Wesley Snipes or Wesley Snipes would have worked. And time would have worked. Timeock, they end up with Timeock. That's the list that they had at their disposal. I mean, that's a pretty epic list. I had no idea that. I mean, that was. But all of them were not anything. Yeah. back then. That's so the I mean, this would have been. Either this would have been in somebody's IMDb of like, holy shit, have you ever seen this? Wow. I, I that's amazing, actually. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe every time I looked at it, it was like a bigger star. It was almost and I was like, Oh my god. This and it's is just nuts. nice to know that the time I it's clearly Barry had Gordy. The, Meanwhile, had there's pull. nobody in it. Right. Maybe he was trying to make these these bigger bigger stars. Is that kind of the deal? I, I, I well, have no idea. Time didn't go on and do more, a bunch of stuff. It no, wasn't like, but, but I'm saying like maybe he, he thought maybe he there would was be a, or something. A, a, a karate expertise that he had that yeah. the others did not. Wesley Snipes is like well, a, right. right. like a no, six-degree right. black belt. Well, he, like was, yeah, he might have been coming off the bad video, though. I feel like Larry Fishburne <laughs> also had some kung fu chops back then, but maybe not. This is pre-Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> this is before he learned how to do all that. Um, maybe. Anyway, uh, Martin, what, I know you were... you. What did you think of the movie? What I think, yeah. I mean, I, I wish I'd seen it when I was a kid. <laughs> yes. Because, yeah. yes, I, I mean, everything you had said before that, you know, blood, uh, blood sport and all that, all that, uh, all the kung fu movies uh, in the 80s, I, I, I loved. But, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it. Well, we, it, <laughs> we did Big Trouble in Little China yeah. uh, uh, not long ago. And that's, it definitely has the vein, a movie that we all did watch a lot as yeah, a kid, as a, yes. which carries that weight that, like, you could show that to somebody for the first time right now, and I'm pretty sure they're going to be like, that's terrible. We watched it again, and we all still loved, we it. Loved, it. loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved yeah. it. Absolutely loved it. So yeah. there's that, that again, the I think if you, if you started on a VHS, yeah. you're going to love it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what I did love about it was his little brother. I thought his little Richie brother. Richie was great. Yeah, so Richie was great. He, he was so cracked, good. He was so good the whole throughout the whole thing. Like everything, <laughs> everything he says and does, like I just, I feel like is exactly how. He should. Yeah. He should act. You know, like just if you see anybody, about you're nope. not my brother. You're not <laughs> yeah, my brother. That's right. That's right. And then when he gets tied up and he just has to do his dance, his pop and lock to get out of the ropes. <laughs> he's like, you wouldn't even know what to do if you got her. And he's like, there's that's no right. way that she likes him. He's like nine. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not a corn he, boy. He's the master. He legitimately <laughs> thinks that he has a shot with uh, there was Laura a, Charles. There Laura was a, Charles. There oh, was a man. whole bunch of. Uh, Bordering, borderline, like oh, yeah. Asian racist jokes. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, of, there's no borderline. No border. no, this was, border. I mean, no, this was about. I mean, you actually hit it all. They they hit <laughs> they hit African Americans. They hit the Asian community. They definitely hit the white community. They hit everybody with this one, which is basically what a, middle eighties eighties was. Yeah, like right. I said, you had a license to. I, I mean, things were different. Yeah, it was a nice little time capsule. Like those three sure. guys that were running the the. Um, the fortune cookie when they oh, were doing yeah. like the dance in the street when they like 
were supposedly lip syncing, but none they were, of them knew the words. They were all like going for it, though. and they all and like the crowd that was around, like oh, like they're so amazing. It's just really, um, yeah, yeah. When he, when he, so when Leeward Green leaves his his dojo and walks out in the full like Asian garb, I was like, oh. This is what we're doing. Yeah, like, the yeah. hat was really what sold the me. Hat? I was like, "Wait, wait a minute! Is he's walking down New York City like this?" Like <clears throat> my my question was again. It's the eighties. I understand cocaine was flowing. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was coming in in stacks. But like this guy was supposedly born in Harlem, grew up in Harlem, and yet dressed like this. And that's the joke, did, right? Yeah, Some, he, like he did. That's get what happened. That's why every everybody wanted to beat him up and challenge him. Because meanwhile, he was with, um, I guess, it was Joel Gray. Was Joel Gray the, um, no, it wasn't Joel Gray. That was his um, his master, his um, his teacher. Oh, the yeah. teacher guy, yeah. But he was just so, such a, stuck out, like such a sore thumb yeah. in that entire community that, but then, oh. the Shogun of Harlem <laughs> and his gang of merry Shoulder pads, <laughs> Cindy Lapper wannabe. Yeah, I mean, let me peel. I had to this look it up to make sure it wasn't. I thought for sure. I was like, it's not her, but no. it's her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those that the outfits for. I, I, it had it had a big Warriors um, vibe yes. to me. Do you, do you remember? It almost Warriors? was like a greatest hits. It seemed like like an eighties movie. Like, <laughs> pulling, the like they're pulling hits. from yeah. Break Into. Break, <laughs> pulling from well, the Electric Boogaloo. Naturally, yeah. yes. Right. Want to preface that? <laughs> um, yeah, it seemed like it was just like a, like a greatest hits of like the, so that genre. Well, of... That could have been exactly what Barry Gordy was trying to do. He's like, <laughs> I like this piece and this piece and this piece. To be honest, he was Barry Gordy was probably just trying to sell El Debarge, like his uh, like new album. Debarge, Debarge uh, you had, know. A, had a big moment there. Right, rhythm of the night. I, I do love that song. That's okay. Oh, it's a good one. Come on, it's a good one. That, that was one of the things I I didn't like was there wasn't better music. Yeah, like you hit that surprising. one song because and then it, was it was her. Like... They were trying to make her music a thing, and it just isn't a thing. None of it. None of it works. Oh man, she's a lot better to look at than to hear. I was like, oh god. This oh, is not are you good. talking about the um the the singer the with the red head? I mean, with the red hair. I mean, she you're talking was, about vanity. Oh, I, no, you're I was talking, talking about, about vanity. vanity. Oh, she, you know, this girl with all the stuff in her not head. Eddie, she was, not Eddie, she Eddie was Arcadian's no talent. No, Eddie Arcadian <laughs> sounds no no good. Vanity can sing can sing okay, but okay. Yeah, well, wasn't she was, part of a group? Yeah, yeah. there was something. Vanity yeah. um, six. I looked up one of her. Yeah, yes, the Vanity Six. Right. So there's five other people. I, I out like there. I like how you like asked like you didn't know exactly why. Like oh, wasn't she? And it was like definitely. Like a Prince song, it was the song that I looked up was "Nasty Girls," and it was yes. very much Prince written. You could just yeah, tell. yeah. Um, it had that Prince vibe to it. But she looked great in that video. Yeah, <laughs> she's <laughs> she's definitely gorgeous. Uh, the yeah, the Eddie Arcadian, uh, the villain role yeah, was he was not moderately <laughs> over the top. <laughs> and that was so bad. I think that was who was more the over the top, Eddie Arcadian or Show Enough? I oh <laughs> man, I mean, I don't know. You got it. <laughs> Because to me, Eddie Arcadian's like you know like a sleazy agent, but like show like show enough had to go and buy those clothes and walk around Harlem as if he was the Shogun of. I mean, uh, well, he's, that he's was six, his eight, or I mean, he, he seemed like he was had stilts on. Yeah, he's right. real tall. <laughs> uh, that, just that whole idea of like they all got together uh, that gang and chose this is going to be our. Our gang uniform, right? I thought was was pretty amazing. And him wearing the shoulder pads underneath his like his his fighting costume. I don't even want to call it a gi because that's not what it is. But <laughs> like gi. he had them on, like 
Oh, so funny, safe to not call it a gee. <laughs> funny enough, Busta Rhymes. I was going to say, who do you want? Who'd you like better, him or Busta? <laughs> yeah, ah. In his dangerous video, dangerous. Yeah, he, he was doing a show, show enough thing. There's yes. a whole, there's uh, a whole like I, interlude. I actually went back and watched it. So that did makes I. so much sense. <laughs> that's really yeah. good. I, it, it looked familiar, and I, now I know why. Yep, yes, that's okay. why. Hundred <laughs> percent. I actually had a um a t shirt. It was the like the Obama um you know yes we can mm-hmm. like that the colors, but it was with um with show enough and it said show enough we can. <laughs> that was a favorite purchase of mine. <laughs> um, Darch, you're have you? I know this is in there, and all these movies are are kind of in the wheelhouse of of ones you want to show your son is. Have you shown him any of anything in this realm yet? Are you do you have an age you're thinking like I think he's probably going to be around here when it? No, I, I will tell you that you know for me and and we talked about this earlier like the the threshold that I go in um, is how likely is he going to break something in the house imitating <laughs> what I'm going to show him and what the what kind of violence that we're talking about. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like this, I feel like this is something that I might be able to show him because it is so campy. I would agree. Actually. And it is so silly and it's so over the top. Like, again, like the hair and the outfits and the, the that in, in a little bit, I would say within like another year or two. Even I think, if he was imitating, it's like you'd almost be imitating fake violence. Because- that's also true. <laughs> that's also true. And you know what? Maybe that's how he ends up becoming a. Karate master, he yeah. gets inspired. The other thing we talk about is: Are you worried that if you show it too young, he was just won't appreciate it at all? It's a great question. And he'll just be like, Dad, why are you showing me this crap? And they'll never. There's no no point of re- point of no return. That's actually a great. Then question. he doesn't respect you. I, you <laughs> your movie what? choices. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. It's funny. I. You know what? It's oh wow. What a great question because I think that like I would be if I showed him that. He would be more likely to enjoy it now than, let's say, if I showed it to him at, like, let's say, nine or ten. At that point, maybe like I snuck in like a Jean Claude Van Damme, something like, or you know what I mean, or right. a Commando. Where, like, then to your point, Martin, where you said you didn't like it, you maybe you would have liked it when you were, you know, in nineteen eighty, whatever. Or, right. You know, there's a sweet spot. Right. There's there. a sweet spot for him to like this kind of campiness, and I yeah. think we're like in it. I, I like think you need to show half. him the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> with the, there's with the a, lines, with the, little the, tracking sque- lines. the tracking lines. There's, oh, a, man. there's a hard line connection between starting your first experience on VHS and appreciating it. But we've we've talked about this with other movies and just the way movies are now, especially uh, – I know Jelani's talked about like Marvel movies have kind of their formula that are pretty cut and, and dry. And so we watch some of these old movies that we like a lot and we're like – some of these like, there's no chance the kids are going to like them. Like, they're just not. They no, can't. No. <laughs> Actually, it's interesting. And it's heartbreaking because, like, you can't even, like, you've been waiting for how long? Like, oh, I'm going to show my kid this movie. And like, well, that be honest, was there, terrible. There was something <laughs> special about being in my friend across the street, his basement. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, pausing yes. it and literally doing all of the kung fu routines. <laughs> Like in that, and like having like battles, like beating the snot out of each other, like pretending we have the glow. I mean, like yeah, the, glo- <laughs> oh, the glow. I mean, the glow. So like, like, you can't, but it's such a good lesson. It's like you work hard and you believe, and pretty soon your hands will glow, and you red can, or yellow, depending <laughs> if you're good or bad. Right. 
I mean, and the, and the song playing in the in the back was what, what did it say? You're the last dragon. Yeah, you're the last, <laughs> last dragon with you the, have the one with the power the of the glow. God, yeah, that was just some bad music. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it is it is a good question. I, I would say sooner rather than later because, to your point, there is a sweet spot for for this kind of junk. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know what the like what the the bridge is to get them in. Like to to feel out if they're into the if they can enjoy ca- the campiness or not. Like I don't know how you work your way towards it uh, other than just tr- throwing them in. Yeah, I I don't know. How, I don't know even how I would. This feels like would, this that, could be the bridge because it does. It has kids. It has. I was gonna say you could go like three ninjas or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Turtles, Secret of the Turtles Ooze. is gonna be a little more geared towards kids in general. I think. Well, the, it's funny because the first one wasn't, and no. they said that like it was too violent, and they yeah. went and they like turned it all the way down for the second one. That's why like, I kind of no like that first one because I was young watching it, and I was like, "This is kind of well, dark and different." It's just real quick, it just reminded me of something about the Batman. The, um, the Colin Farrell was gonna chew on a cigar because kind of like that's kind of a thing, I guess. Yeah, throughout the Penguin thing, has a cigar, and they were like, "No, like, kids are gonna watch this." <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. That Stop. was like the deal. Yeah. No, I can't have, that would, can't no, have can't a tobacco have product in there. God forbid. Can't have, like, I, yes, I know we just beat a guy over the head with a painting tool, blood everywhere. His kid finds him, he's an orphan. It's terrible. But the cigar is where I draw but the line. It's funny because, like, but that's. They're going to think the penguin is the cool character that they all want to imitate. Yeah. But how on brand is that for, like, the, like a, a, a movie exec to be like, oh, no, we can't. That, that's a line we can't cross. We're like, yeah. To your yeah. point, there's blood splatter. We got people duct taped into a submission. Barry Gordy had none of those rules. He's like, yeah. fuck it, do whatever. Yeah. What, what was in the tank? That's what I that's want to the, know. What best? Was, was it a piranha? Piranhas. Is this I like the Pulp so. Fiction suitcase? Like, what's in there? <laughs> the tail. It's a black tail. I don't know, man. The water got darker. But so, so Mike Star puts the the piece of meat in there, cleans it to the bone. Yeah, but you're, then when side note, you're not holding that, <laughs> right? And then our Eddie Arcadian goes in and he just gets a one little, cut. Little, little blood. Maybe he wasn't little hungry. Thick. Maybe maybe he wasn't hungry. Let's turn the other way. Um, I, I was just I was curious. I thought we'd get something there. I thought at some point this thing was going to come out yeah. very terribly. A and, nice Jaws type thing. Yeah, would come exactly. Out. Animatronic. Uh, I just piranha. yeah. Uh, I appreciate the recommendation. Uh, this is the first time for yeah. all three of us. I'm, I'm really glad. Have that you heard of it before? I, I yes. feel like yes, I, okay. I have. Um, because it's definitely not something you had to be there in the '80s or early, whenever. Like well, we were there to have it on. <laughs> we were in Harlem, but we were there. No, 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 no. You're not like you're not like in your 20s or you're in your 30s and and you're you're oh hey this looks pretty interesting let me let me see this no like <laughs> you needed to see it or somebody had to bring it to you so i'm glad you guys were able to i to feel enjoy pretty it. confident that like rizza likes this movie oh i mean probably yeah right <laughs> I, I i have a good feeling that any rapper over the age of 40 hence busted doing <laughs> right. it has, has that's what i'm saying like for cultural ref- references alone like i'm very glad you made me watch it like because right. <laughs> now i will i feel like that was a that was a missing part in, oh, well, in some sure. of my rap knowledge. I, mean, I definitely saw that busta video a lot mm-hmm. yeah you know and, oh yeah and, and had no clue what that was and so, yeah, this, if nothing else, completes that. And it was also the burning uh, question that I didn't know was in my brain. <laughs> right, it was just fun seeing, like, the, 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 the taking the already campiness of, like, Bruce Lee movies, like Enter the Dragon, you know, when he is, when he disguises himself as the, um, as the, the phone op, the phone repairman, or, you know, and that is, like, you know, that, that was pretty amazing because that is, you know, you're taking the, that campiness and, like, 
Barry Gordy's like, oh, yeah, I got something for you. Yeah. Let's, I'm going to double this campiness. Let, let me have a hot girl showing you all these kung fu movies, and that's all you care about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, Fist of Fury. Oh, my God. Why did I think of it? Like a pizza with bean sprouts for the master. <laughs> <laughs> See? You said you didn't like it, but all of a sudden, guys rattling I mean, off lines. Yes, they're all in there. It's right up Martin's alley. I. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, and I often wonder what happens to the glow. Like, does he now just have the glow? Does he pull it out when he needs it? Is I mean, it like the force? Is it always with you? Or right, is it... like what happens to the glow? And, I'm calling vanity, I don't know. And she passed away in 2016. Yeah, I looked 57. it up. Yeah. I met with one of the glow. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to know what in happened 85. to I, just, I want her to show me those moves. <laughs> can, you, can you teach me some moves? <laughs> <laughs> for for my friend though. For my friend, doesn't uh, he doesn't have a paintbrush? Was the whole paintbrush? Yeah, he doesn't, have paint brush. A, he doesn't know a, how to draw. Some kind of an analogy in the art of making love. In art, he uh, doesn't yeah, even yeah. have a paintbrush. Uh, that's the thing who they could have had in there. Well, I, I appreciate you guys taking the the plunge to to look to watch the movie. Because, yeah, man. Um, yeah, it, it's just it's a riot. It, it, it really was. Is. I, I I was I I was had no problems watching that, and I um, as they can attest, I am very much anti old movies. Yeah, anything pre I'd say 1998. I don't I don't. <laughs> Why I've is seen that? a lot of old of movies back from the 80s, obviously, but I just they're not good, and I have a problem <laughs> with watching movies that aren't. Just are just outright bad. He thinks that the the fil- the quality of of filmmaking has gotten a lot better, and it has. And like, sure, I don't like, go back a lot, so my not memories a, not a crazy notion. <laughs> no, no. By the way. My memories of things are often better than they than they actually are. Because which you have I, your which joy, I found, yeah, right. The joy and the it hits somewhere, glow. right? Like the your twelve year old self. <laughs> That's the glow, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it last week when we talked about yeah. uh, Die Hard, right? Like you have a certain remembrance of where you were when you saw it how old you were how it impacted you and that's the same with this movie right it's like you remember you can go back and you can smell like your friend's basement and you can remember this the taste of the chips and all that stuff and you know being there and being back and and those good times and then that's what this movie elicits for you and so yeah i'm with brady like I'm glad that we watched it, and I'm glad it holds that nostalgia for you. Yeah, yeah thank you, thank you. I mean, yeah, because that I mean, was the spirit of, of of the of the segment, you know. Yeah, yeah. and I would just and there's going to come a time where I'm going to I'm going to be able to sit him down, and I'm going to be able to run him through the Out for Justice, like the Steven Seagal, like those movies, <laughs> that genre of just. But a lot of it, the violence is just next level. You know, I saw that stuff when I was, you yeah. know. 12 or hard to kill mark for death out for everything justice. was a three, <laughs> three word three movie words. what's that yeah it's always three words under siege <laughs> only two <laughs> broke the mold <laughs> it was all downhill from there yeah it was all then next thing you know he's you know doing judo with vladimir putin and you know i think he's like a sheriff in new orleans or That's something right. it's hard to keep up <laughs> as always thank you for listening we're just an instrument here to unmask the truth about these movies. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and subscribe wherever you listen. Thanks, and go to bed. I'm on. I'm on. Yep. Check one, check two. <laughs> Colin's, Colin's here. here. Colin, is, Colin has checked in as well. <laughs>